Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. (laughs) Barry, fresh off his visit, his return to the Garden for the game against the Sixers, that devastating loss on my birthday. How was it to be at the Garden on one of your two boyfriend's birthdays with another man? (laughs) Well, I don't know if you want me to say feel guilty. I don't feel guilty about it. You didn't want to go. Whoa, whoa, what? You had first crack. On my birthday? You had first crack, Craig. You didn't ask me if I want to go on my birthday. I asked you like two weeks before, and you said you had no intention of going to a game anytime a re- soon. A regular game on a random night, Barry. What, on are you my impervious birthday, to COVID-19 rest- on your birthday? Yes. For my birthday, I would. You gotta Birthdays be are special, Barry. And then there we see you posting photos. All over social media. I didn't post photos on Jay told media. me he was upset about it. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. You and that, whoever this guy was, this little harlot, this this harlot, whoever he is. Great <laughs> seats. Great seats. They yeah. were great seats. They were the best seats I ever sat in next to the ones when we sat behind the next bench, but it was pretty damn close. And you know what? I was alone on my birthday. Alone. Doing nothing. Craig, there's there's <laughs> proof. There, you go back a couple of podcasts. I brought it up on the show, and you guys had no. It's his you, birthday. You guys, it was like a it's hard my birthday, no. Barry. Don't you think that if you said, "Hey, Craig, I was thinking of taking you and Jay to the Sixers game on your birthday," that I would have been like, "Oh, that does sound pretty good. It does sound good." Yeah, and ultimately, you would have said no. How do you know that? Till you don't ask. put words in his mouth. Uh, no, put something else in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. All right, guys, wherever you listen to the show, remember, I guess it's okay, Barry. I forgive you. Thank you. Don't make that mistake again, though. Next time COVID is happening and there's a Nick game on my birthday. <laughs> okay, you got it. And, and the streak continues, right? Aren't they horrible on your birthday? Like all time. Who's, whose birthday are they not horrible on, Barry? Come on. No, this is going back like the you think whole any, history you think of the any, franchise. The Knicks you think are- any? Do you think any Knicks fan has a, the, the Knicks have a winning record on any Knicks fan's birthday? Yeah, I, I would venture to say they don't. There's got to be what's a the day Knicks in overall the year record? Uh, what's the Knicks overall record, Craig? Like uh, in the history of the franchise? I have no idea. What is it? I, I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm sure there's a day where they've got more wins than losses. How could there not be? I don't know. Were they over the 500? Knicks all time are 2,820 and 3,010. So 48 oh, percent loss. <laughs> you know, 48 percent winning percentage. All time. Everybody who listens to this show, I want you to look up your birthday and you let us know 
if the Knicks have a winning percentage on your birthday. Just out of curiosity. Could you just Google that? But yeah, we could go through every fucking day in the calendar year that is a basketball season day, but... Well, there's a 48% chance that they lost. So it's practically 50-50. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that if Mark Berman is calling out Julius Randle for being profane after he said fucking ridiculous, what the fuck would he say about us? Or you, specifically. Or me. Try not to... Try not to lump us in with that. I mean, by the way, on my birthday, I kind of lied. I had lunch with my with my family, and my mom starts talking to me. Oh, I fucking podcast again, you know. <laughs> the I, bad language know, has it grown. How many listeners do you have? You know, you'd probably have even more listeners if you cursed less. I was really? thinking about that too. If I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> I did have that thought because it's like right out of the gate, it's like the f bomb. Like the first thing you say. Barry motherfucking D. And it's like, you know, somebody turns it on, you know, with their with their son or their daughter, and the, you know, and they're going to decide to listen. It's like, oh, we're turning that one off, you know. Oh, Barry's getting soft on us, Jay. He's getting soft on us. As if he wasn't soft enough already. <laughs> are you fucking serious, Barry? Look, I'm, I'm basically as guilty as you are of, you know, profanities on the show. I'm just saying it did cross my mind. Barry, well, you're boring. You're boring. Listen, I was like, mom. Shut the fuck up, all right? <laughs> In my head, I'm like, man, you're probably right, but mom, I don't want to talk about it, okay? I do sometimes listen back to the shows and it's it's way too much. So I'm going to work on it. But I say it all the time. It, not, nothing ever changes because the Knicks are the Knicks. They do this to me. And you are you. And I'm me. I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd bet on at least 20 fucks every podcast. Yeah, I was going to say 30. We got to get that as one of the prop bets on betonline.ag. That'd be a good one. That should be a thing. We, sh- we should do an over-under for one episode. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us, and Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Barry, any bets this week? Did you bet no. on the Sixers game? No. No. No bets at all? No. Did you bet at all, Craig? <laughs> great, great ad, Barry. Thanks. Oh, yeah, fucking fantastic. Did I bet at all? No, I don't really bet. But if I did, I'd be doing it at Bet Online. All right. We get paid to read these ads. Why am I going to pay because we read the ads? You know what I'm saying? If I feel like betting, I'm going to bet. I, you can't force me to bet because we're reading okay. an ad so for, we'll the, just, for betting. We'll just online. fucking sit here and argue about whether or not you're betting every week then. <laughs> all right, Jay, you're going to do the bet online ads from now on. You'll fucking do all the ads. Clarkson Avenue, bet online, the new the one schedule? we have coming up later. The schedule. I'm good. Is that what you want, Barry? No, I, no, no. I may, Okay, I overreacted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Head to the website, betonline.ag. Barry's mad about us calling him out for the birthday game, I think. And your, vo- your voice is still hoarse after, from that I game. lost. I totally lost my voice for two days after that game, Craig. All right, head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, Craig, you know, that, that was... My first game back since we went, which was right before the shutdown. You know what it is when you go to those games now? You f- you feel obligated to cheer as loud as you can because, right. you know, you feel bad for the players. They played so many games without any fans, and now you're there, one of only 2,000. You got to show your support. You got to be vocal. And they definitely fucking hear you, at least from where we were sitting. You know what the big chant was at the Philly game? It was no. Kendall Booker. Kendall Booker all night long to get in Ben Simmons' head. Because apparently right. Kendall Jenner's now with Devin Booker after having been with Ben Simmons for a long. So that was the big chant that night. 
I'm glad you explained that because I was just pretending like I knew what you were talking about, Kendall Booker. Did you know what he's talking about, Jay? No. That's why I explained it. (laughs) It was like, is that one of the refs or something? Who is that? No, yeah, they're all yelling at it. Why would that even bother him? I mean, I just talked about how he's got some other Instagram. Like, he could probably have any woman that he wants to. Why does? Why is that going to bother him? That was probably one of his longer relationships. All right, guys. Well, Tuesday night, we had an easy blowout win against the Wizards. Very nice to experience that after some tight games and some tough losses, especially that game that Barry was at, which we'll get to later. But against Washington, first of all, let's start with Alfred is back, our savior. Yes. Did you see how much better we are with our point guard of the future back on this squad? Alfred Payton. Listen, I mean, I prefer him running the point to Alec Burks. (laughs) I prefer, listen, I tweeted out that I was excited to have him back. And I am. I'm not an Alfred Payton fan. But we've been playing without a point guard for a fucking Mm. long time now. We needed a point guard. I know everybody thinks Emmanuel quickly is a point guard, but he's not. All right. Yeah, and let me get on the record. I mean, I do like Alec Burks, you know, in like a case of emergency break glass and here's Alex Burke. But like when you need him to fill in, I like that. But yeah, no, he's not the he's point, not a guard. point guard. I don't like him at, at point guard as much as Thibodeau likes him there. He is not driving the lane. He's not doing pick and rolls. He's not passing to anyone, really. He drives. He drives. Come he drives, on. but he doesn't, pick, he doesn't give it up. Right. Did you he see that two, right. and one, two on one against dish, Philly? Right. They they should have taken the lead on that fast break, and instead he went to the bucket against Philly and didn't give it up to Randall for an easy dunk that would have put us ahead. Yeah, oh, he yeah, just yeah. got fouled, and I think he just hit one free throw. Right? Yeah, yeah. Randall was wide open right behind. Him I mean, you, I'm sorry, but you can't really fill in for point guard if you can't make that play. I at least know Alfred can make that play. He threw some nice alley oops tonight like to Mitch. He had some nice pick and rolls that you, we just weren't seeing a lot of, even in spite of all of Alfred's faults. Julius had 37 points on 7 for 10, shooting from 3. Mitch, 16 points, 12 rebounds, 3 blocks in 31 minutes. Looked a little rusty in his first game against Philly, but after this game, he's back to where he was before he left. I mean, that's impressive that he was in there for 31 minutes, just two games in, you know? It's what we wanted to bring, right? You know, just high-flying around the rim, finishing around the rim, um... Yeah, the blocks, the whole the whole thing, man, and, and the offensive rebounding. I mean that that's that's been key. You know how many uh, second choice uh, second chance uh, possessions did we get all because of Mitch? Yeah, and against Philly, he was making things happen, but he was just so many of his putbacks were rolling off the rim, and then he obviously left that game early after turning his ankle. So I was honestly just happy that he was back tonight. He looked super comfortable. I mean, I think when you're playing with a thirty point lead everybody's going to feel a lot more comfortable, right? You, you, you're you just so much more relaxed. But that's that's when his game is at its at its best. Not Tom Thibodeau, by the way. He he won't sit down for nothing. <sighs> he is Not intense. Me. me neither, to be honest. When when they start hitting those threes and you're cutting it to 20, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. But bef- even before that, when, like literally when it's the lead like you, was 30. You got to take it down a notch, dude. You're going to end up having an aneurysm. <laughs> RJ Barrett. 21 points, five rebounds, five assists. R.J. Barrett is averaging 21 points a game in March. It's his best month in his short two-year NBA career to date. That's a solid number two, man. A solid number two. Not He's really picked it up. Is that going to be a drop, Jay? Solid number two? Oh, I mean, that's classic. I really wish I had the ability to edit these in real time and get them on there. It's a solid number two. Sorry, R.J. That's not very nice to say, I guess. <laughs> Barry, you liked my tweet the other night about him like lumbering into the lane and then- How did you think of that? How did you find that and think 
to even put that up for RJ. For people who don't have Twitter, I found a strong man like carrying this huge log into the ocean or the water. Like one of those 20 foot long telephone pole looking logs that you have to throw (laughs) over like a pole vault type of situation. So he's like, he's like struggling into the water (laughs) and then throws it up with all his might. And that's, some people responded like, I don't fucking get it. But when RJ drives into the lane, it's like every time he drives into the lane, he's got four guys who all have their hands on the ball, holding it down. And he just somehow fucking is like, yeah, it wasn't a knock against RJ. No. I mean, these guys are strong. strength. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a little, it's like, it's great that he's able to do it. It's a little, it's just funny. It's something I noticed that it's just every time he goes down the lane, he's draped over by like three or four players and he always gets it in. Right, because if you were scoring him on a bunch of different categories, graceful, he's not going to get a 10, right? But strength, he probably will, you know? Um, his uh, smarts, his instincts, I'd give it to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and speak about his instincts. Like, he's gotten so much better at so many things. And I think having quickly there this year, I think you see pieces of quickly's game um, now into RJ. Like, when did RJ ever get a player on his back and keep him there? right? As he moves across the paint and dishing out like Randall does. He's learned from him now this year. It's it's really great. And I, I just love that there's actually pieces on this team that are contributing to player development. You're not just depending on the coaching staff. You actually have talent on this team now. And we this is a season we went into where we thought it was bereft of talent, right? So I mean, there's a lot to be happy about as we sit here at 500 and we're seeing the progress of RJ Barrett. And think about it, speaking of talent, right? We're mainly speaking of Julius, Barrett, Mitch, Quickly, right? These are the main guys. Think about, like, you're excited about this talent, and it doesn't include Obi's Hoppin, doesn't include Kevin Knox, it doesn't include Frank Nilakina. Because these guys, I mean, I don't know how, how we all feel about Obi, but there are some more than likely busts in that group. And those were most of the top, top picks for the Knicks beyond R.J. Barrett. These other guys quickly, Robinson, Randall, these were not high draft picks for the Knicks. Not, these were not lottery picks for the Knicks. Randall was for someone else, but not for us. So we're excited about this talent and it's not some of these guys that I think some of us were counting on. I was counting on Obi Toppin to be in that group. Jay, do you have chill music? Probably not. Chill music? <laughs> I got Latvian music and French music. <laughs> this is an ad for our newest sponsor. I overthink. I get easily stressed out and it fucking sucks. By the way, they say they want me to curse in this ad. Really? It says, I'm supposed to say, and it effing sucks, but I can't say that and be authentic, right? Like eBay wants us to. (laughs) So it fucking sucks. And I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries are delicious, vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. They've become a must-have in my daily routine and they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare-free. And as a Knicks fan, we all need that, all right? There's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com. Use promo code HKL for your discount. That's promo code HKL for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They are fucking amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. You guys can try these gummies. I got a whole shipment coming in. Yeah. 
Barry, let's talk about that game from, um, you know, my birthday game that I should have been at with you. All right. <laughs> I almost, I, I almost didn't get into the game. What happened? Well, you know, you got to get a COVID test um, within 72 hours of the game, which means on a Sunday game, you can get your COVID test done on Thursday. So that's what I did. They said it'll take about three to five days for me to get my results. You had to get the the. You can't get a, you can't the get a wrong? rapid test. You have to get a PCR test. Holy shit! So I went to, and you have to get it within yeah, three days. So no matter what time the game is on Sunday, you can go three days before. So I went on Thursday. Yeah. What if you don't get your results? Exactly. I know, and I didn't get my results. Sunday came. I didn't get my what? results. And you call City MD. They can't do anything about it. They send them out, and they said, and they were basically just like, "Well, that sucks. That's ridiculous." So anyway, MSG has like what they call a convenient place you can go across the street from the garden. It's basically next to the lobby in a hotel, and they will do a rapid PCR test. You get your results in thirty minutes. So you could go to the game. Is it really easy? Just bring you know your ID and your you know insurance info, all that stuff. So when we walk in there, because my buddy didn't get his results back either, we got our test together on Thursday. We go in there, I walk up to the table, and the sign says $250. <laughs> and I said- um, you, Is this a fucking scam? I, it's, called, it's called Rapid Test NYC. And the lady's at the desk, and I was like, $250? She's like, you take insurance? She's like, no. She's like, but but you can pay the $250. And then you can sub- we'll give you a receipt. You can submit it to your insurance company. Sometimes they sometimes they reimburse you. Yeah, your insurance company's going to reimburse you. So you get a COVID test to go to a Knicks. Well, that's what she sure. said. She said, "Don't tell them it's for the Knicks game, though. Tell them you, you think you were exposed." <laughs> wow. So so I'm like, well, let me call my let me call Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm going to call them up. So I start telling them, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going to I'm going to call them. I'm not going to fucking go to the game. I already shelled out fucking shitload of money, and now I'm not going to go to the game. I'll deal with this, you know, in a couple of days. So I fucking paid the two fifty. He paid the two fifty. It's crazy. Two hundred fifty dollars. Can I tell you that if you would take me to the game and that happened to us, I would have paid the two fifty. Especially if I didn't pay for the fucking ticket. Well, I would just be like, fuck it. We're I'm not. Going. We're both hoping we get reimbursed. I didn't even call yet because I've been so busy after that working. But uh, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> what I'm, a I'm gonna fucking. What a scam yeah, that is, Yeah, it's crazy. So, and then we're waiting outside the garden, and it's like 30 minutes go by, and we didn't get the fucking result yet. And we're like, should we walk back there? You know, because we're waiting to go in. And then, like, finally, like, um, 40 minutes later, whatever, we got it. And and I'll tell you, walking into the garden, man, 30 minutes before tip-off, it's like nobody in sight. It's the weirdest fucking thing, because usually you're like cattle going in, you know? And there was like nobody around. So it was a very um, different experience. How crazy. I know there weren't a lot of fans there. A lot of Philly but... fans. Actually, with a lot there. of Philly fans, yeah, there were a lot of Philly fans. What was the scene like when Julius tied it up at the end? Of oh the my god, it was unbelievable, dude! I mean, it was such a great, exciting game. And then even like when they stole the ball, I mean, you saw the game. It was it was so emotional and so great, and you felt like they owned that overtime. <sighs> and for that shit to go down the way that it did with that ticky tack, you know, barely. Ba- I'm not even gonna call it a push. And it was away from the ball. It, it had no impact on the final play whatsoever. It was so heartbreaking for it to go down like that. You never see... That call never gets called. That was... No! A fucking joke. To call a foul, a little brush against the fucking back of Tobias Harris by Randall, your all-star, on a rebound that wasn't even going to either fucking one of them, on a last shot in overtime it's disgraceful it's a joke fucking ridiculous there was a lot of craziness surrounding the challenge which was 
also crazy. Not that they would not have won that fucking challenge because they would have seen the foul. But that foul should never be called. It should. It should have been called. And the NBA will never admit it. They'll say, "Well, it was a foul. It was a foul by the rule book." Right. But the NBA is not always called by the rule book, and that call does not get made. I wish they would just fucking own up to that the next day, and say, "Yeah, technically it was a foul, but that should not have been called on that play," because they never, they never fucking call that. That game was stolen from us. John Stewart and Spike Lee were talking to the like trying to figure out with the refs why you know why there wasn't why they weren't you know reviewing the play. Uh, like, what is the fucking challenge rule? What is the rule? They said he had to call that Thibodeau didn't call it early enough. Well, we know that there's a green light, right? There's a green light, and usually you see that thing go off at the beginning. So yeah, I, apparently. What do you mean? There's a green light. Usually, there's a green light on the scorer's table. When that green light is lit, that's the the, the notification to the officials that the play has been challenged. That you called. I've it. seen it before. Well, uh, how? When do you have to call the challenge? Well, it seems like now, after what we experienced, that you got to call it right at the beginning. Well, what do you mean? Is there out? a certain amount, like an actual amount of time? Well, that's all that I don't know. And obviously, they didn't know either. And when you challenge it, does, is there some sort of fucking confirmation letter you get that you challenged it? Yeah, correctly? I know. Did Thibodeau went that whole time out thinking he had challenged it and he and they were reviewing it and they didn't? Well, it looked like Johnny Bryant when there was maybe like 20 seconds remaining, you know, um, in that timeout, he walked over to the ref because he I guess he, you know, they finally noticed like, how come they're not over by the scores table? They're not looking at the the replay. And and then that's when Tibbs came over and Kenny Payne came over. Everybody came over. Julius Randle, you know, Bullock, they're all, you know, they're all, they're all scratching their heads like, what the fuck? I'm confused because I th- also thought at the end of games in those final two minutes that they review, that they review everything. everything right? That's fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. And lately for the Knicks, it seems like there have been many reviewable plays, including that one, that do not get reviewed. I know, but this is a different story. I mean, look, we said it before, like the 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 one against the Nets last week. If they did review it, the the play would have would have stood the way it was because it ended up being yeah. The right but you call. still fucking just review. I it. I understand, but we're getting angry at a stupid thing because it wouldn't have changed anything. They shouldn't have called that play in the first place. That foul in the first place is what it comes down to. Fuck the yes, review. Fuck it would the not challenge. have been overturned. But they shouldn't make that call. Right. Should not make that call. So, Craig, before we move on from this game, one other thing. Halftime, I'm on the line at the concession stand uh, getting a, a hot pretzel, okay? And I turn around and I see, oh, shit. It's the beautiful Kendra Randall and her, you know, her little son that we always see on TV all the time. Julius's wife yeah. and, and his kid. And then I'm like thinking for like a split second, should I fucking say something? I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to. She's with her fucking kid. What am I going to say? But then I regretted. I should have said. I thought I should have said to her, like, you know, what a great article Julius wrote. I just want to let you know. I thought it was awesome. You were standing in front of. I was standing in front of her. I was two people in the front. The Queen of her. and Prince of New York. The Queen and Prince of New York. That's right. And they weren't sitting that far from us either. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of Julius, even at the end of overtime, even after all that, they had a few seconds to get the ball up the court, and dude, that final shot went in and out. And he got. A, I mean, he got a better look at that shot. Than his uh, tying shot in the fourth, and an easier shot at that too. But but he can't make all the shots. You know, it's just it's such a shame that that they were put in that that situation. With everything against them, they almost still pulled it off. Yeah. Want to give a brief moment here to talk about eBay? Whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points, 
Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and over, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Guys, the uh, trade deadline, the NBA trade deadline is this Thursday. Always an exciting few days around that, or really few hours leading up until the deadline. So I'm not sure what time it is this year, but it's usually around 3 or 4 p.m. I have a feeling some voicemails that we have here are going to bring this up. So before we even talk about that at all, let's see what everyone had to say. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, podcast crew? Uh, this is Phil um, from Spain. Yeah, last time I called, I did call you before the blowout loss when I said I was feeling good about being a Knicks fan. But damn, these two losses, golly. You guys do not have to worry about changing the name of this podcast for a couple more years. That's all I got to say. God, it's a hard to life. All right. The, the show name is safe. What's up, Craig, Barry, and Blandy? This is uh, Cousin John calling from Philly. And uh, I was interested in hearing y'all's take on these Lonzo Ball trade rumors. Uh, I'm personally pretty high up on Lonzo Ball. I think he's got a lot of talent, hasn't really been in the right system or the right coach, and I think it's possible him and Tibbs could be a really interesting combination. You know, Tibbs obviously seems to be getting the most out of almost everybody. And uh, I could see Lonzo uh, as a Nick kind of taking that leap into becoming an all-star. But, uh, yeah, curious what you guys uh, uh, think about it. So, uh, anyway, love the pod. Great win tonight for the Knicks. Let's go Knicks. See you guys later. I'll be honest. I am very much on the Lonzo ball train. I know he's got interest in coming here as as a restricted free agent. A lot of fans say don't give up assets for him. We can get him in restricted free agency. I don't trust free agency when it's unrestricted. So I think if you want Lonzo Ball, you have to get him now. There's too much of a chance of either the Pelicans matching, someone else going after him, him deciding New York's New York's not for him, or us even needing to give give up assets since he's a restricted free agent in the offseason. I think you go for him now. He's 23 years old, by far better than any point guard we have on the roster. He's a player that's getting better. Yeah, he's having his best season. He's, I think he's got career highs in points, three-point shooting, field goal shooting in general. I'm just worried. Are you worried by what he's going to want, though, at, for free agency? From what I was reading, he's making $11 million this year in the last year of his deal, and he's going to want supposedly around $20 million a year. Yeah, I think he's going to get like 18 or 20, 18 to $20 million. Is he worth that? Yeah, see, it's so tough when a player's having his best year that he's had, but it's not like light years better yeah it's better but like it's hard to pay somebody big money when you're hoping that their trajectory is heading in the right direction but we, we don't know that isn't that what we did with randall though randall was a safer contract a much safer contract why just because of the length because of the length because of um and because it wasn't a huge amount he was what he was uh, about 20 million dollars a year and that third year was a team option, isn't it? Yeah, they were only committed to two years. Yeah, two I thought years. his his deal was a good deal, safe deal. I mean, if you get Lonzo for like three years, we're, we're that far under the cap. It's not that big of a risk. And you're talking about uh, he was a he was a top top pick. He's got a ton of talent. It's not it's not some guy that's coming on all of a sudden. I I wouldn't look. I wouldn't hate the trade um, because you know I think we know what it would take to get him here. I I don't think it would be too much 
for that to make that happen. I just don't know if I trust him. That's all. I don't. What do you mean you trust him? You're right. You, look, you're, what you said is right. He would instantly be the best point guard on this team. No question. And getting better and the potential to be much. He, people thought he was going to be much better than he's shown. That happens all the time. They're called busts. He's not a bust. He's not a bust, but I'm just saying that happens all the time. And we hope he's going to be better than this. This might be it. This might be the best he's going to be. I, I think it's entirely worth the risk. I even give up assets right now to get him. Like what? What are you willing to give up? Kevin Knox? Frank? I mean, fucking of course, Kevin Knox and Frank. One of the 2021 firsts. I'd give up Kevin Knox, Frank. I'd give up Dallas's first round pick this year. Right. I think you have to. Easily. I'd give up a second round. I'd throw a bunch of things in there. I'd consider giving up Opie. You're going to give up on him this quickly? For Lons, if, if it meant not giving up one of our first round picks, I would consider giving up Opie to get Lonzo. Yes. Hey, look, the coaching, the coaches are around him every day. Both 23 years old, by the way. The the coaches are around him every day. You think Tibbs doesn't know what a promising player looks like and a non-promising player looks like and that he wouldn't have those discussions with Rose before before they decided to deal Obi? I'm sh- they would definitely consult Tibbs on that. I know they're not going to cons- you know, go by what Tibbs says in every single um decision that they make, but something like that Having Obi Top in there, they're definitely going to talk to Tibbs about that. And if hey, if Tibbs believes, look, you know, it's, it's, this isn't the guy. You know, it's not what we thought he was going to be. <laughs> then, then, then they'd have no right, problem. Is Leon Rose going to give up on his first draft pick as the executive in charge of the Dude, Knicks this this quickly? Look at his other first round pick that he got. Yeah, quickly. But, I mean, I mean, we're talking about that's what he's going to be remembered by. That's Wes's first round pick. <laughs> Speaking of Obi, I've got this theory that he's only getting minutes right now because Leon Rose wants him to get minutes. I don't think he's a Tibbs type player. I'm actually confused that he's getting all these minutes and Knox isn't. But yeah. Knox wasn't one of Leon's picks, right? Well, Knox got that garbage time tonight oh. instead of Obi. No, I understand that, but I mean Knox Knox Yeah, is... because Obi because Obi looked Obi looked so bad, all right? And Thibodeau was based Thibodeau puts him in because he's supposed to. And he put him in, and then he was like, "Fuck it, I'm not putting. I'm not going to lose this lead again." Do you know how much or, or better it... of a basketball player Kevin Knox is than Obi Toppin? And he's getting no minutes, and Obi Toppin's getting his fucking six to eight minutes a game. <laughs> he is so much better, Kevin Knox. He is. So what reason and we, look, is there for him to not be playing over Obi right now? Other than Kevin Knox is not a fucking great... <laughs> Thibodeau is being told he's got to play Obi. Kevin Knox is not a great basketball player. But he is so much better than Obi Toppin in every facet. It's not even fucking close. He could do so much more than Obi. Obi's always, you know, he's dancing around that that, that, that three-point line. Wouldn't you rather have Kevin Knox there? Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, who would you rather have hauling up three-point shots, Kevin Knox or Obi Toppin? Kevin Knox has looked so much more confident even on the defensive end in the, in the, in the you know, small amount of minutes that he's gotten. I would love to see Kevin Knox get a little bit more run in there. And then you sit Obi down. And that's not even saying that you gave up on Obi. He's not getting run because he's not Leon's pick. It's the only reason. No. What else would make sense? I don't know. They both play in the same, basically the same position out there. Craig, I know how strong a personality Leon Rose is. I also know how strong of a personality uh, Tom Thibodeau is. That's why he's giving him fucking four minutes a half, I don't think that Tom Thibodeau is going to bend over for his president. People ask you if you want it in the butt. When, when when it comes to playing time for Can't his players, I don't shit, I don't Jay. think they're playing that game. I really don't. I don't think it's that situation. He's not some rookie head coach. 
It is his first year in the Knicks. Yes, he's not a rookie head coach that they're going to make him do what he doesn't want to do. They did speak about there was going to be that dynamic where Leon was going to have some sort of say. We're 44 games in and the Knicks are 22 and 22, sitting in the seventh seed. Well, why is Obi playing then? Why is Obi playing then? What's he doing to deserve playing time? He's a totally different player in practice. I mean, we don't see practice. I mean, Thibodeau keeps saying that, you know, the people that produce are going to play and the people that were, he, he must see something in practice. And, and look, Knox and even must though, be the Knox must be the fucking worst player the worst in the practice world, player, right? Practice. But it's not even like we're talking about how we can't understand how he's getting twenty minutes a game. He's getting like seven, eight minutes a game. I mean, what are we really talking and about? Just because Thibodeau says people who deserve the minutes are the ones that are going to get the minutes, doesn't mean he doesn't believe in player development and that there actually is value in real game time. And I, there's no and value in be playing the minutes he's playing. He's giving he's giving Julius Randle a breather is what he's doing. But yeah, I agree with you. Kevin Knox should be the one that's in there during those minutes. All right, let's continue. I almost had a heart attack, guys. Oh my god, what a game! Is that Ralph? Oh Jesus, they're, they're killing me. Ralph almost had a heart attack. Gosh, that's not good. That was the Sixers game. He's an older gentleman. A heart attack could be. I mean. Happy birthday to you. This is Ralph again, calling me on my birthday. And I'm pretty sure someone's singing. I hear somebody else. The fact that he got someone else in his house to sing happy birthday to me is like the sweetest thing that's ever happened to me. JD and Ralph. Bye. I bet you if Ralph was going to the Nick game that day, he would have asked you to go with him. He would have asked me, right? Yeah, he definitely would have. And he barely even knows you. Thank you, Ralph. Beautiful. What's up, Craig, Barry, and Blandy? First of all, I don't want Lonzo. He'll be a free agent at the end of the season. So he doesn't okay. want Lonzo. He doesn't want Lonzo. You listen, we talked about this. It's not free agency. It's really totally different ball game. Most of the time, you don't get that restricted free agent. Boys, I want to talk about Mark Berman writing an article about Julius Randle has to stop whining about the refs. Are you kidding me? There's been like three close games with the top teams. And he's getting screwed every time. And yeah, he's being a baby. You're kidding me? Fuck that guy. And Begley. Fuck all of them, actually. <laughs> it was a very condescending headline. Profane Randall needs to lose more gracefully now that he is an all-star. Yeah, that that's kind of horseshit, really. It is really, really condescending to an all-star player on the Knicks to say he's got to lose more gracefully after that fucking game. I don't look, I don't think that the officials are out to get the Knicks. I I personally don't feel that there's some vendetta of the league against the Knicks, but I do believe that the Knicks got the short end of the stick, you know, those last few games with a bunch of shit calls. And of course it's going to frustrate Randall. Those shitty calls led to uh, three losses. Maybe an all-star like Randall Shouldn't be getting called for that fucking ticky-tack foul at the end of overtime. Yeah. Like, how about that? Craig, Barry, Jay, Derek from Scotland here. How's it going? Well, the trade deadline is upon us, and it looks like any moves the Knicks make will be to improve the team to try to ensure we make the playoffs. And considering how well the Knicks did in the first half of the season, but how tough the second half of the season looks set to be, I'm wondering what would now constitute a disappointing season for each of you? We're just missing out in the playoffs and then ending up with a low lottery pick be okay. I just want them to try and win every fucking game and then take whatever the basketball gods give when it comes to the lottery, if they're in it. All the best, boys. 
Can I just start off by saying that might have been the clearest that Derek has ever spoken? Like, I don't think there was any question about any of the things he said. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, no, I, mean, I disagree. I, the middle I, there, the middle there, yeah, I had. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I thought that he, like, everything <laughs> made complete sense. There was no part where I was like, the fuck did he just say? <laughs> there were certainly words that I did not. I, I was able to catch on, but there were words that were not clear to me. I did not pick up 100% of those words. I could I mean, tell. I could tell that he was trying hard. You can't tell hard. me what I didn't. I know. Listen, I, 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 I don't I mean. Listen, we've had this argument. What would disappoint us? I'd be disappointed. I would not be disappointed if we miss the playoffs. As long as we continue playing like we are and we get close, I wouldn't be devastated. We could miss the playoffs, and I would still feel like we had a great season if we were somewhere in the range of five, somewhere within a few games of five. If you're five hundred, you're making the playoffs this year in the East, is my opinion. The playoffs or the play-in? I'm sorry, no, the play-in. All right, guys, this is probably the most creative voicemail we have ever received. All right, and I just want to say that this is not the opinion of the Hard Knicks Life podcast, although some of it might be. Little acoustic jam. Security in your sports reporting. <laughs> it's really boring. I don't want to see fucking frosted flakes in my news report. You fucking got it. I be go to hell. Go to hell. Go, go to, to hell. hell. What's the next thing we're gonna see? Is fucking hair gel. <laughs> hair gel. He doesn't even have hair, Ian Bagley, does he? Not much. I don't know. Did did he choke on frosted flakes? Did we miss that one? Um, maybe he thought that the <laughs> chips were frosted flakes. I mean, I guess we don't really. Oh wait, did he say that he was choking on chips, or no, did we just chips. assume? He said it, he's no. He said chips. No, he said he chips. He said was it was that a, the end of the song. That was it. Yeah, it kind of just ended abruptly yeah. there. That's the end. Yeah. Unless I hit something by accident. Well, whoever sent that in, thank you. That was incredible. <laughs> we might have to make that part of the show. We <laughs> said we <laughs> needed a theme song. There you go. There's our there it is <laughs> to the uh, well done. I don't think Ian Bagley needs to go to hell because his kids were interrupting him on Zoom. <laughs> but kinda... I don't know him enough well enough to to know if he was a bad guy. But yeah, I, I don't stand by that it at was, all. It it sounded like Man in the Moon, and then it just went completely off the rails towards the, the end. The there. Jay, I understand we have a little game to play here. Yes, we do. What is it? 
Um, have you ever heard of? Is this going to be a long intro, Jay? I thought you worked on a whole intro package to get into the game. I, but you didn't tell me if I could use it or not. I kind of want to discuss it on the show. Let's see what Barry. All thinks. right, I'm going to play this for you. Okay, kids. Or food. What, what the fuck? Can you say that again? Was that? Can you do that again? <laughs> Wait, is that the wrong one? I don't even think that's the right one. That might not even be the right one. Bl- Blandy sent me this before the show and said, "Take a listen." And I was working. I think on I this. put in the wrong one. Chris. And I listened to it and I was like, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> I think that? I put the wrong one in. You want what is that? Without music or something? Like w- without what? What the well, fuck was first that? First of Just all, random sounds. You're the one who told me it needed to be like six seconds. <laughs> I said less than 10 <laughs> seconds. How long do we need to spend on All your right, intro so music then, for your fucking stupid game? I think I gave the, I think I played the wrong thing. Yeah. That's the one I heard that it you is? said to me. So the, w- this one that you're about to play is not much better. Okay. Well then don't worry about it. I got to work on it then. Well, what's the other? Let's no, play the I don't, one that I don't like. know if I, if this might be the same thing. Let's see. <laughs> Hold on. Kids. Or. No, that's not the right one either. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Either way, all I could make like... out was kids uh-huh. or food. Is that Cookie Monster? In yeah, there that something? is. That's Cookie Monster. He told Craig told me he wanted it like less than ten seconds. So I had this whole thing, and then I had to like chop it. Look, so even that's more. the ex- that's the excuse for why that sounds the way it does. You haven't even said the title of the game. I know yet. I have. I know what it is because you mentioned it. The name of the game. Jay Jay texted me and he was like, "Yo." <laughs> take a listen and then i didn't respond because i was like i don't know how to respond to this. this is not <laughs> it's not good. the right thing and then he you was like what? he was like did you and then he texted me later did you listen to it and i was just like i was like avoiding you like you avoid some listen, hook up back in the what day. you need to do then is let me just do it the me. way i wanted to do it and we'll go from there but we're gonna play a game all right let's see how you want to do okay. it next week or whenever the next time we play is and we'll see how much better it is this is a game that i like to call f m K. Which stands for food, mic, or kids. Not traditional. The traditional FMK is fuck, marry, kill. But we're going to play food, okay, yeah, we all mic, or kids. So I'm going to play okay, you play. two Ian Begley clips from recent post game pressers. And before I do, though, you're going to tell me was he chewing food? Was he eating food? Was it his mic that he fucked up with? Or were there kids talking in the background? Are you going to play any bit of the call? Before no, we yeah, I want guess? you to just take a guess. Just this a is random, just a random, random stab in the dark. Guess. And I haven't heard this because you said you had a. a so I've clip got these two. I, so I made sure I didn't watch clips. any of the post games. All right. This is a fucking no, awful I, game. This is from a post game. Yes, this is from post game. You won't even Orlando. play the. You won't even play the girl introing him in or anything. Now listen, just. Like the first yeah, words you, out of his mouth. Yes, don't worry. Unless he, unless he, unless he fumbles right out of the gate, we should get a yeah, taste a, so we can kind of no. guess where it's going to go. Yeah, uh-huh. That's how these games I'm work. Not, I'm not yes, just this guessing. This is a random, you no. have three I've choices. Seen, That's I've seen America's stupid, Funniest yeah. Videos before, and they start the video, and then America's they pause it, and they say, videos. does he get hit in the nuts, or does he yeah. get hit in the stomach, Listen, or does he get hit in the head? we know that he's either choking on food- that his kids are talking or that he no, screws up with no. his mic. So I want to guess. Yes, we know that. But we're just, get, there's no point in no. guessing. Food. Barry, food. give me a guess. Mike. Kids. I need to it's, hear no, so you I don't can see. Need to okay, hear. I hear me a little too. strain in his voice. No. I think he's going to uh, choke on his food. No, you don't. Yeah, you ruined exactly. my game. I want to hear, right. I wanna anyway, hear I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, some tease. You really want me to You're play You're going to really entertain this? You're going to entertain this Barry nonsense? Give me a guess, Barry. Play, Jake. Just fucking play. He's going to screw up one of three ways. How difficult is it to pick one? 
It's not difficult, but there's this isn't fun. It's not fun. Right, because, right, Craig's right. I'm going to guess kids, but I'm just Fine. guessing All right. kids. You want me to give this? Okay, hold <laughs> You're on. You're just making Here us we guess. Go. All right, I'll, I'll give you a little bit. Ian Bagley. Okay, that's all I'm giving you. She good, that's it. good. Oh. That gives us a little that's something. Good, we I, hear someone tapping on the keyboard. I don't know if that sound was him chewing. Yeah, we or was that some, chewing? Or was that his kids <laughs> fucking slamming away at his keyboard, right? What, what, what was it? All right, so what do and, you think, Or Barry? is his mic just not working? He's like trying to plug in his mic there. If something's not right. What do you think, Barry? See, now that I heard that, I want to say food, but there's no way we could get that lucky and actually have him choking on food again. I, I think that was like a one-off. I, I got to go kids. I just feel like that's the greatest probability of I'm, of the fuck up. I'm going like equipment or Mike right now. I, I think he's he's scrambling, trying to figure out what's going on right there. That's Those are those sounds you're hearing. All right, we ready? Yeah. Ian Bagley. Ian, you there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Craig, you want Thank it. you, coach. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Ian. Oh, no. Ian. Oh, my All right, God. So let me give you the beginning of this new one. You were on mute. The next one. That was a really good one. Okay. Hi, everyone. Reggie Bullock's here. If you have a question, raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. Ian Bagley. Uh, she, she knows that something's about to fucking go down. She didn't even want to call on him. Is this from another game? No, this is the same. This is the same presser. Thibodeau left. All right, and then not long after, I'm going. I'm going kids. I think that his kids are fucking up with his equipment. They caused the first thing, and now they're gonna be. You're gonna hear them in the background. All right, I'm and I'm gonna go, Mike. I, I think he couldn't, still couldn't get it straightened out, and she's even like tentative to call on him, but she's gonna give him a second <laughs> chance. I, I say, Mike. All right, here we go. Hi everyone, Reggie Bullock's here. If you have a question, raise your hand, and I'll bring you into the room. Ian Bagley. Ian, I think your mic is not working, so we'll come back to you. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Holy shit. They Ian did not Bagley. go wow. back to him. They did they did not go back to him. They should never go back to him. Ever. After what he's put them through. <laughs> It would be awful for this show, but they should never go back. I got really excited. They did uh, at practice on the 22nd. They called on him with uh, quickly, and it took a good three or four seconds before his question came out. But I was like, I I really thought I had another one where he just completely screwed it up, but no such luck. And he got out his question tonight. I don't know if you were watching the presser afterwards. He got it out with no problem. You want to play that uh, intro you played as the outro? Sure. No, not this. (laughs) You mean my thing? Yeah, your thing. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. You told me you wanted it really short, so I screwed it up, and so it's no good. Just so you can laugh at me again. I like the song. Hit hit that dude's song. There we go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Guys, I know I mentioned this months ago. It's been in the works forever. It's way more complicated, I think, than any of us realize. But I've been told that within days, oh. 
Is this the Build Your Own Crumb Cake? The unveiling for the Build Your Own Crumb Cake at ClarksonAvCrumb.com is going to be happening. All right? So, Jay, I don't know what kind of crumb cake you're going to build, but off the top of your head, what do you think you're going to go with? Oh, maybe some caramel, some peanut butter, maybe some apple. Oh. Yeah, that sounds good. Something with peanut butter and apple sounds really good. It does. Hmm. Look at you. And for the rest of March, it's almost the end of March. They have a March Madness promotion. Buy one, get the other 50% off. From holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription. You can get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. All right. Here we go. So uh, COVID, a couple of COVID things to uh, to start off with. The NBA is starting to relax some of its health and safety protocols for individuals who are fully vaccinated. So if you are a player or a coach and you get fully vaccinated, there are fewer mandated corona tests. You don't have to worry about quarantining uh, for contact tracing. And you have the ability to actually go out to restaurants and eat. Uh, and along with the whole just them relaxing everything, the Heat actually announced that they are going to open up two sections in the lower bowl of their arena for fully vaccinated fans starting on April 1st against uh, the Warriors. They're the first team to announce something like that, but it looks like a lot of the teams are looking into that. Did you say the entire lower bowl? Like not skipping seats? Um, no, two sections in their lower bowl. Oh, two sections. Two sections. It's going to just be filled with really old people. No, because it's it's Florida. The rules are completely different in Florida. Basically, it's fair game for anyone at that point. To get the vaccine? Point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Why? Because nobody wants to get it down there? No, because they're just giving it to anyone and everyone. Interesting. So basically anybody could get it. My my cousin who's 30 something in perfect health just got it. So But uh yeah, so you got that. Uh LeBron hurt his ankle last week. Maybe out one month, who knows the Lakers no no LeBron, no AD right now. We'll see what happens there. Um speaking of injuries, LaMelo, you know, we we're talking about Lonzo before, but LaMelo fractured his wrist. He was in New York, the hospital for special surgery had that uh, repaired. They said they'll reevaluate him in four weeks. Could be out for the rest of the season. Pascal Siakam was fined fifty thousand dollars for some profane outburst against Coach Nick Nurse after their game on Sunday uh, in Cleveland. Crazy Kyrie is missing the Nets road trip. Yeah, due to personal reasons, family matter. Sure. Uh, so if you add that those three games that he's going to miss with the seven that he missed earlier this year for who the fuck knows why. That puts it up at like ten games that he's now missed with no explanation. Doesn't his birthday fall in? His that birthday time is around here, off? which is you know last yeah. time it was his sister's birthday, right around there. Yeah, so, so he's fucking having some birthday parties. But at least the Nets know this time that he's not going to be around, unlike last sure. time. And there's no you know notice. I don't think there's an article about, from Mark Berman about how all stars need to behave when it comes to Kyrie. Missing games is okay. Cursing is what's not okay. The Rockets beat the Raptors the other night, ending their twenty game losing streak. The Raptors actually are on a nine-game losing streak of their own. So stuff boiling over there, uh, obviously. Hall of Fame player Elgin Baylor, dead at the age of 86. Our Maverick record check-in. As of right now, the Mavs are 22 and 19. And obviously Why do we we'll do see... that every week? What? Because of the pick. That? Just Earlier in the year, it was good because of the pick. I'm not going to stop now. You know? Yeah, you could stop. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way the basketball bounces. 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper. And as always, Barry, they can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. You want to serenade us uh, with happy birthday messages? You want to call in with Ian Begley songs? You want to call in with your reaction to the Knicks' latest trade? I don't play a quarter of the voicemails that Ralph sends in, by the way. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. And I apologize, Ralph. But that's what the phone line is for. So, Ralph, I want you to keep it coming. I wish everybody called during games and just said, like, Julius Randle on fire. And that was it. That's what Ralph does the whole game. I love it. (laughs) And I always send them to Jay and Barry. I'm like, look at this. Ralph, at it again. (laughs) Guys, if you like our show, wherever you listen, leave us some positive reviews and or five-star ratings. You can get our merch at hardnickslife.threadless.com. And Jay, why don't you give us the schedule for this coming week? Of course I could do that. For this coming week. Remember, Jay, keep it tight here. We don't need a whole big thing. Thursday, the 25th, versus Washington. Um, Saturday, the 27th, at Milwaukee to finish out this week. But next week, home for Miami on Monday. At Minnesota on Wednesday. Home for Dallas on Friday. I mean, by the end of next week, I think we're still looking at the same kind of... 500 or so record. You got us all the way through next Friday? Yeah, I did. So unnecessary. All right, guys, I think we're going back to the once a week podcast. Are you guys all right with that? Wait, you're, are you talking to me? Out? Yeah. Or are yeah, you no, asking I'm the ask- fans? I'm asking the fans who aren't going to fucking respond. So who the fuck do you think I'm asking? I don't know. I'm just checking. Fans, are you all right with that? Once a week? We've gotten some positive feedback to the, to the twice a week, the shorter shows. But we have so many fucking ads in these shows that I'm uncomfortable making these short. And and the 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 Knicks schedule is so crazy lately, where it's just hard to find the days to do these multiple days a week because the Knicks seem to play like fucking every night. Barry, are you alright with this? Yeah, I could go either way. I mean, I could do a fucking podcast every night. Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, of course, Barry could do it every night. <laughs> He could do it every... Could do, I could do it fucking every night, too, if I just had to get on for an hour. Shoot the shit with you guys. Great. Well, this yeah, this took a weird turn. Thanks, Barry. All right. <laughs> I think we're going back to once a week, guys. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. You know, I'm going to keep it a little unpredictable. When you guys get a show, you'll get a show. You'll listen to it. That's it. Maybe we'll keep everyone on their toes a little bit. No promises, either way. That works. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard... Nick's... Life... Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.